Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hi guys, this is Eric from Flame On, and I'm here with Charlie Harding. And how do I explain what you do for a living, Charlie? Can you explain this to my listeners, please? Sure. Oh, please. I well, I'm best known as an adult film actor. So basically, I have sex on camera, and people watch it. <laughs> that is a great description of what he does. And let's get real. That's what it is. You know, I, I fulfill some fantasies and do things on film that some folks which they could attempt or at least have a fantasy about attempting. And so I do that on film and they get off on it. <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. All right. I do have some questions I wanted to ask. Hold on. Um, hold on. Hold on. What? Am I going to hit myself? Who are the rest of us? Oh, I'm with some people <laughs> that like to make fun of me. Eric gets so excited when he's talking to Charlie that I'm he just he, completely forgot that the rest it, of us are okay? here. I watched one of his movies, people, okay? It got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> oh, he's spiking off the charts right now. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I need a fan or something. Woo! He's flaming on. He needs a fan, a bottle of lube, you know. We have all those things here. We really? can just make this a one-on-one interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know me, I'm the bearskin rug, Pat. That's my mating call. And I am Pat's boyfriend, Brian, of course. And next to me, without a mic, but I'm going to pass someone real quick. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> if, you, if you don't recognize the dulcet tones of Jared, then you obviously have never listened to the show before. So, uh... Yeah, go for it, Eric. So, okay, I'm going to try this. So, uh, Charlie, I wanted to know, since you had... Can you explain to the listeners the tattoos that you have on? So sure. So, kind of a visualization. a bunch of different tattoos. Um, almost every tattoo that I have, or at least that I've gotten recently, I have a couple older ones that don't 
pertain to this statement. But the majority of the ones that I have are all based off of science fiction, television shows, series, um, movies, crop circle images, and like star charts. Um, like my whole forearm now is star charts and crop circle images. And for those who have seen Caprica, I have down the underside of my arm the um, Deadwalker symbol, which was the two girls who were killed on the train who came back into the virtual world and, and couldn't die there. So, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff like that. My back tattoo is all based off of Battlestar Galactica, the newer series. Um, and on my chest, I've got a combination of Tauron symbolism, again, from Battlestar Galactica and Caprica, because I'm a Taurus, um, and some crop circle images. So I, I, I've gotten... My level of geekdom has even gone into my ink. Let's put it that way. <laughs> now, since uh, they'll eventually see this, we're doing this interview via Google Hangout. So the video will be up on YouTube shortly. We'll put that out there. But, um, Charlie, what do you say about uh, showing our viewers those tattoos? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm throwing yeah, it out there. Reveals, boys. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I sort of kind of showed the forearm. Is there any high Gallifreyan on there from Doctor no. Who? <laughs> the sum no, of the symbols. Not yet. See, oh, there's, there's not the, yet. That's the Dead Walker girl. Oh wow! Symbol there. That's beautiful. You know, I watched all yeah, of Caprica and, and such. Oh, oh there you then, go. There's the chest. Which this is a Toron symbol. It says I've actually been in the Toron Mafia for seven years. The gay character actually on Caprica had a small version of almost the kind of spider-like kind of thing there, but it was about this big on his chest. And then these are some crop circle images that I like that we added. So, wow. and then you're just trying to get make me get naked on film, aren't you? <laughs> oh, he's going to us. Damn it! <laughs> and then let's see if I can get it in front of the camera. That is awesome. That's yeah. the Battlestar Galactica tattoo. That tattoo is actually the combined images of what um, Starbuck and Anders got when they got married instead of wedding rings. So, yeah, that's that's all my sci-fi um, ink that I've got right now. I actually have another crop circle image planned that's going to go from my lower back down my left butt cheek and down the back of my left leg, but... The follow-up interview will be right after that one is done. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is a testament to how big of a fan you are. I thought I was a big Battlestar Galactica and Caprica fan. Seeing those images, I don't even remember. I remember the Toron tattoos, but the Deadwalker thing, you have me beat, hands down. You are are a better geek than I. Uh, Well, it's one of those, I'm a very visual person. Um, And so when when there's a, a feeling that I get from something I'm reading or something I'm seeing or whatever... Uh, if, and if there's some kind of an artistic symbol or something that's attached to it, that's what I always connect with. Um, and that's it's just that's just kind of that weird weird way my brain works. So it's awesome. Right, it's awesome. Do you watch any of the older like Battlestar? Because I grew up with the old Battlestar. I did. Um, I watched some of it. I you know it it, it didn't really get me way way back then. Um, but I do like to go back and, and watch some of it now and look back and go, wow, this was. So ridiculously futuristic back then, and now we look at it and call it campy. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's my world. <laughs> Love the book camp. <laughs> right. Um. So now, okay, so when you're doing a movie, like when you're on a movie set, 
from one of your movies. Do any anybody else catch on to your tattoos and know what they are or anything like that? Every once in a while, somebody will will say something. You know, usually, I don't think I've had another co-star actually come up and go, "Oh my gosh, I'm a sci-fi geek and I know exactly where these are from." Right. <laughs> now, I will say, I was in Charleston, South Carolina, on Saturday night doing an appearance at a bar down there. And this angry little lesbian comes storming over. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh, is she mad? Because, you know, I, I mean, I'm there in my little underwear. And, you know, I, I was thinking angry lesbian, you know, men ang- hater or something. She walks up and goes, that's Anders in Starbucks tattoo on your back, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, I knew it. And she just walks off. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know? So yeah, they do get recognized a lot. Usually the one on my back is the one that everybody um, has identified the most. Right. Well, in the in the film industry, is there like are there other nerds like you, like sci-fi nerds and people? Oh, yeah. Well, um, Liam Magnuson, um, he is also relatively famous and relatively new still to the the porn industry, but going gangbusters. Um, he and I talk on a regular basis about upcoming sci-fi movies and books that we're reading and stuff like that. Um, and I think he outgeeks me and nerds me sometimes on it all. So. There are a few of us in the industry that are that are really into it all. I think you guys need to do at some point like a gay sci-fi porn, but it could be one of those that has like a story, so it's actually like you know good-ish story and <laughs> effects, yeah. and then well, I will tell you, you need to rent or buy The Visitor by Raging Stallion and Falcon. That one came out about three years ago, uh-huh. and it's based off of. The premise that Logan McCree, who is an alien, comes down to Earth and explores human sexuality. So, are you boom, in that? There's your, there's your next. Your, there's your next adult rental. Oh boy! I'll write that down, please. <laughs> or, actually, just to, not not to promote my own movies at all, but the ones that I just did. Um, it actually got nominated. My three-way scene with Trenton Ducati and um, Kyle King is nominated for best three-way at the Grabbies this year. Um, it's called The Woods, parts one and two, and that is actually a sci-fi-based movie as well, but it's one that people don't realize has a, a weird kind of sci-fi twist in it. You so. had me at Kyle King. You could have stopped there, <laughs> and I would have gotten it. So, uh, The Woods and The Visitor. Well, right, who makes The Woods? Sorry? Which, which studio does The Woods? They're both through Raging Stallion, and they're actually both by uh, directed by Tony DeMarco. Okay. Wow. Definitely check those out. Yeah, please, please write this down for me. <laughs> Jared's taking copious notes here. Okay, good, good, good. We'll do our homework. All right. Did you, uh, Charlie, like growing up, did you always consider yourself like a nerd or a sci-fi oh, nerd yeah. as you like to identify as? Well, I always, some people think I'm kidding when I say this, but I've been reading at least a book a week since I was four. Wow. Um, I've, I've been a crazy avid reader forever. I mean, at age 10, I was reading iRobot by Isaac Asimov. You know, I mean, I was... I was one of those guys, you know, growing up. Um, my father actually instilled in me the love for Star Trek. Um, you know, I just, I grew up with it. Star Wars was another big one uh, for me. I, I'm one of those that I, I never chose one team or the other on the Star Trek Star Wars battle. You know, I, I was happy to ride that fence and love them both. Um, my favorite movie of all time is actually. Um, Dune. So it's absolutely my. There are so many lines for that movie that I want to use as tattoos, and you know. And I think I'm going to get the Fear is the Mind Killer 
Awesome. Actually tattooed somewhere on my body at some point. The whole, and not just the little part, but the entire thing. The problem is, is it's re- it's actually a really long yeah. mantra <laughs> to try to figure out a body part area that's big enough to fit it all. So. Can I try one for that one? No, <laughs> Just be be careful because was like fear is the little death, the blah blah blah. You don't want that on your penis, you know? right? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, did it have like any influence of like the way your body looks today? Like being a nerd, like for me growing up, like I stopped looking for Superman. I just started to build up to become the Superman to get right. the body. Did you do the same similar thing? Or well, growing up, I was the skinny kid. You know, I, I was very athletic, but I was the skinny kid. I was a gymnast. I played baseball. I played basketball and soccer. Um, I mean, when I graduated high school, I weighed about 155, 160 pounds. Oh, wow. And, you know, I was a springboard and platform diver, went to college. Um, when I graduated from my undergraduate degree, I weighed about 165. You know, 5'10", 165 as a skinny kid. You know, and then... Um, mid-twenties when I was living in Europe and doing my master's degree, I started getting into the gym and really working out. And um, by the time I finished my MBA, I was at about 185. So it, something clicked and I, it, you know, I guess maybe getting out of the actual performance athletics transitioned me into the more of the bodybuilding side of athletics and I've just been growing ever since. What do you have your degrees in if you don't mind me asking? Um, I have a bachelor's in business administration with a marketing concentration and I have a master's in business administration with an international business focus. Okay. I officially fell in love with him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you follow any kind of like comic series or anything like that? What do you watch now too? Um, Well, I actually, my number two question when we scheduled this for this Monday evening was, number one was how long is it going to take, um, and will it be live at the, you know as we're doing it? And the other one is it'll be done before the series premiere of Defiance, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, those are the two requirements that I had to do the, to do the thing tonight was to know whether it was live and make sure it was done before that show came on tonight because I'm super 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 excited about um, catch, catching that. Um, I'm actually I, I had never watched a lot of Doctor Who, but this new Clara character is a hoot and a half and I'm loving watching the new series of Doctor Who with Clara on it she's awesome um, so I'm watching that one a lot now um, I anytime Torchwood is on I, I've been, I watched it religiously and, and it's one of my absolute favorite series of all time um, what else am I watching right now I guess that's that's kind of you know I don't I don't think I have like a real specific loyalty to any one show at the moment. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be Defiance when it comes when it finishes. It up. looks amazing. I'm excited for it. Did uh, did you? Uh, I'm going back to your reading thing. Other than Dune and Frank Herbert, who other writers? What other writers were you a big fan of? Or are oh goodness. Um, well, it's kind of funny. I did another uh, video interview a few months back, and they asked me, you know, who I like to read, and I actually mentioned the fact that if somebody's wanting to read science fiction one of my favorite authors to read is john scalzi oh my god um, I that's think awesome he, he has a, an amazing wit and, and kind of ironic and sarcastic sense of humor but he also writes really good sci-fi yeah and i actually got a tweet from him going how cool is it that i'm porn star charlie harding's favorite science fiction author that's awesome <laughs> And so now he and I, you know, tweet back and forth off and on. So it, it's kind of funny when the worlds collide or whatever. But John Scalzi's great. Um, ben Bova, I've read almost everything he's written. Um, Greg Bear is, is a king. 
in my book. Um, Arthur C. Clarke can do no wrong. Um, goodness, like I said, I read Asimov when I was a kid. Um, Kim Stanley Robinson has a really good series about Mars that I really liked. Um, oh, and there's um, is his name Jeff Summers with an O who did electric the Electric Church. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Whole series is really, really, really cool. So nice. You know, I, I mean, I could go on for days. No, that's fantastic. Uh, and speaking of uh, authors and some great gay books, Charlie, I think you have a uh, a little special exclusive that Actually, we're getting that's right true. here. I, I have an exclusive announcement that I have been authorized to make right now. Um, I, I held this up earlier. I literally, this is the contract with a brand new gay fiction publishing house called wild city press that's wild with an e city press their website is wildcity.com so it's w-i-l-d-e-c-i-t-y.com and i have now partnered with them and we are launching a series of books and short stories and novellas called charlie harding presents where i'm actually going to be writing some of them and then i have a select group of authors that i hand chose to write other gay erotica um, wow. And so every story is going to be something that I've actually read and chosen to be something that I thought was hot, that lived up to the you know to my expectations as a porn industry veteran um, and everything. And so we're about to launch that. That all comes out on May first. They wow. launch on the seventeenth of April, and then my Charlie Harding Presents line is launching on May first. So, oh, wow. so super secret exclusive for you. That's fantastic. I'm so glad. So you're getting to live out a dream. I bet. In writing yeah, well, science fiction, my, my 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 big thing for 2013, my my New Year's resolution, and I hate that term, but if you will, I said I'm only going to do things that make me happy. And so in January, I sat down and was like, well, what makes me happy? I love going to the gym. I love to eat. Um, I love to create new businesses. I love to read. You know, and, and I came up with my list, and I was like, well, how can I take what I do and where I have influence? and kind of mush it all together and make some kind of a, a something that makes sense. And so I, I started thinking about writing and everything, and then the right people at the right time got in touch with me with this, and were like, heck yeah, this is a match made in heaven. So Awesome. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Is it, um, what's the title of the first one? Um, I'm not sure which one we're releasing first. Okay. We have either two or three that we're going to be releasing on May 1st, but if you just um, go to the wildcity.com website... Okay. And you'll see, you'll, once they get that up and running, the Charlie Harding Presents tab will present itself. And then we've got multiple ones that we're going to slowly release over the next um, 12 months or so. So That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's, really, that's really great. We'll make sure that that goes up on the, uh, the website and we'll yeah. pump that out through Twitter yep. as our exclusive from right. our interview with you. <laughs> that's so. awesome. So, okay, now... I guess for the listeners, what, how did you get into the porn industries? If I'm allowed to ask, if it's not getting yeah, no, I uh, well, I was living in East Tennessee and had been um, in a relationship that ended for seven years. It was a seven year relationship that ended, and had you know been hitting the gym really hard and started had started doing some fitness modeling um, and art modeling for some photographers, and one of those photographers. Um, was like, you've got a really, really good body. Do you mind if I send your pictures over to a friend of mine who produces videos? And I was like, no, go ahead, because I'm one of those that I'll never turn down an opportunity opportunity until I've heard the whole story. 
Um, you know, I turn down plenty of opportunities and ideas that people present, but I'll listen to it. And then if it's something that's for me, it's for me. If it's not, it's not. And he sent my pictures out to Steve Cruz at Raging Stallion and Falcon. And he immediately got in touch and we talked about it. And I said, what the hell? Let's give it a shot. Um, I figured I can do a couple scenes. And if I absolutely hate it and never want to do it again, so what? I've done two scenes and it's one of those bucket list things I can check off. (laughs) Um, You know, I um, ended up going out. They had another guy cancel on them. So they brought me out a few weeks before I had originally intended. And I did two scenes with Tony. They left me and immediately signed me for an exclusive. So for my first six months, I was exclusive with Falcon and Raging Stallion. So now I've also done work with Lucas Entertainment and Men.com. Um, so yes, I noticed last night it was with Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Lucas of? Uh, oh, Michael. Lucas. Oh, Michael Lucas. No, yeah, George yeah, yeah. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. made the the slightly check. different Lucas there. Although some very people, well respected in their industry. Some people might want to watch George Lucas have sex. I'm just saying, there's a market oh, for it. Oh. Oh, not my for me. Everyone's got a fetish. I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. Could um. All right. For my own curiosity, could you go through like I want to know like what a day is like like on the set and. Gotcha. Well, a, a day on the set. I mean, they're all a little different because you're working with different companies, different people, different processes. But the the typical rule of thumb is that you have your call time, just like you would on any TV show, modeling gig, or whatnot. Um, and in my case, I always pre-coordinate so I know exactly who's all going to be there, who my scene partner or partners are, what my role in the scene is going to be. Um, and and I, I, this is all part of what I negotiate before I'll even agree to do the scene. Um, and so then I know walking in what to expect. And then we sit down, we review again who's doing what to who, um, who all's involved. We walk the set. You know, because some of them have pretty elaborate sets. Some are real simple. Right. Um, others will have multi-level, you know, platforms and all sorts of miscellaneous other stuff. Would well, so you like walk. get a script ahead of time? Um, too, like sort an of, idea. Sometimes, sometimes they're minorly scripted. Most of what I do is not so scripted. Um, Men.com is really good about providing some sort of a, a scenario with some specific scripting points that they want you to hit during the scene, but. Most of the directors that I've worked with are really good about kind of letting us be very natural and kind of improvish uh, when we're doing the scenes. So, you know, so that it's, it doesn't come across as, you know, the, the cheesy delivery guy going, hi, I have your, <laughs> you know, or, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right. You know? But yeah, so you show up on set, you review the set, you review everything that's going to happen, um, walk through and kind of figure out what positions are going to work the best given the anatomy of the folks, the size of the folks, the way the set's designed. Um, and then the, all the directors do it differently. Some will have more of a step-by-step approach as to make sure that we film, you know, like the introduction, introductory B-roll stuff first, and then we go through everything else or whatever. Others just kind of keep it more free form. Um, it just depends on, on the directors and such. Then we film and, you know, go through everything, get our money shot. And then, um, Somewhere along the way, either same day or next day or whatever, they'll do some still photography as well. Now, how long is an actual shoot roughly? Like, if you were to say the it average varies. shoot, um, I'm known. I always jokingly call it. I'm, I'm known as the one take wonder, um, <laughs> just because I'm really good with dialogue. I'm actually really 
decent with the acting portion and I take direction well. So when we're on set and we're supposed to start turned one way and then flip around to this other way and then do a backflip or whatever, you know, I'm usually pretty good <laughs> at getting it right the first time. And that cuts a lot of the extra time out if you can do it right the first time. So, you know, I would say anywhere from, let's say, three to eight hours is kind of a typical shoot for about a 20 to 30 minute scene. Wow, wow. Well, I have new uh, visuals to uh, think about. Think about what he's been through. I was going to say, Eric, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you agree with him on uh, that he's pretty good at the acting part? I think he's part? fantastic. Just fucking fantastic. <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally and figuratively, right? Yeah. I don't know if his co-star's last name was fantastic. <laughs> oh. So, uh, okay. So now, like, okay, if we can get I guess, a personal question. Okay. As far as like the whole dating thing, like how has that worked for you, and does it work at all? Is it? I'm engaged, so wow. you know. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah. See, there's my the ring and everything. So Ooh, very nice. Uh, yeah, he put no, a ring on partner, it. Uh, yeah, my partner Scotty Rage and I have been together for a little over a year. Um, we've known each other for almost four years. Started out as friends. Started out knowing each other before I even remotely considered getting into the adult industry. Um, and then we started dating about the same time I started doing adult films. Oh, wow. And um, we, we shacked up on our third date, so we were very lesbian-like. <laughs> <laughs> so I was living in Nashville. He lived in Atlanta. Um, we, we'd known each other for two and a half years or so, never met in person. Um, it was all Facebook and texting and phone calls. Um, and then he came up to visit me in Nashville about six months after my old relationship had ended. So I'd had my little rebound, some of my oats, whatever you want to call it time. And he visited me. Then a couple weeks later, I came down to Atlanta, visited him. Um, and then about three weeks later, packed everything up and moved down here. So, wow. yeah, That's pretty it's, awesome. it's worked great. We, we've always used April Fool's Day as our um, dating anniversary uh, <laughs> we think it kind of fits with the way we live our lives and, and so I actually proposed to him on Valentine's Day another cheesy kind of holiday and I thought it was again the perfect moment that fits with our level of like odd comedic bliss that we're a part of so that's pretty awesome I saw the I saw the announcement on Twitter Mm-hmm. I was actually in line at a store, and I'm flipping through my, you know, I'm waiting and flipping through my Twitter feed, and I saw the picture of the ring, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and don't get me wrong, it's something that is a little bit odd, and it takes a little bit of extra communication, and it takes a lot of extra security within your relationship. Right. Um, but, you know, while I do something that's a little taboo and a little controversial for a living, it's still a job. And so... At some point, when you come home, you take off the work clothes, you know, and, and I'm just back to being me and being the partner that I, I've always been. So, you know, you, you have to communicate a little bit about that and have a, a lot of trust and a lot of a lot of good conversations. But it, it's definitely very doable. Well, is what you do that does that like inhibit any of the uh, romanticism in the bed or at home? Um, well, it, it's interesting. It's I don't know. Sex with the person you love is different than sex with, say, just a hookup. You know, and I would say anybody can kind of relate to that. You go out to a bar and you meet somebody and you go home and have sex. That's one way. Right. And then sex with somebody that you care about is very different. 
Um, you know, there, there's a different emotional pull. I mean, the physicality can be just as aggressive and just, as, you know, and that kind of thing. But it, it, it fits in a different pocket in my brain, I guess, is the best way to put it. <laughs> you know? So it, it, there's work sex and then there's home sex, I guess. Well, I mean, how and like, is that like kind of, well, stressful? Like, kind of, you know, it's like all day no, long I, you're on the set and then you come home and. You know, I have a really high sex drive, so you know. It, See, it, I love him. <laughs> it's definitely not a problem. Around. Hey, folks! I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Anything, so. Now, is Scotty in the same world as you? With no, the- he is actually not in the adult film industry. Okay. Now, Scotty, has do- he does a lot of um, art modeling. And we created Scotty Rage as his public persona, just like I have Charlie Harding. Um, and so that gives him an outlet, too, for, um, you know, the modeling and such that he does. But he has not actually filmed true adult porn. So Awesome. Can, I, can you just tell him that I, I said thank you for using the picture I took at Parliament House during Bear Bust as his oh, yeah, uh, Twitter no picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm flipping through my Twitter feed, and I follow both, uh, was it at C. Harding XXX? Yep. And yeah, at Scotty Rage. And at Scotty Rage XXX, yeah. yeah. So follow both of you guys, obviously, after yeah. we met at, at Bear Bust, and um, yep. did a great photo shoot, which uh, our fans will get to see very soon. Yeah, we'll start I, can't putting wait, those. I can't wait to get those out there. They're going to have fun with those. Oh, yeah, they are fantastic pictures. And I'm, I'm flipping through my, my Twitter feed, and I, I think I actually went up to... Uh, to New York for uh, for my birthday, and I'm I'm flipping through and I'm like, oh my god, that's my picture. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Oh, the pictures when they brought it, I got to see the pictures. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I showed. Uh, I'm married. I showed my husband. I'm like, this is who I'm interviewing tomorrow. And after he slapped me, uh, <laughs> I was like, it's over. Like it, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of mad, but he got over it. <laughs> oh. That's super fun. Next time we'll have to go up to Atlanta and do the face-to-face interview. And there we go. I'm going to have to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I call my husband the Batman, so he'll kill me. <laughs> we'll just make you sit on your hands, and you'll be fine. You know? <laughs> well, the next time we'll just do this in reverse. Eric will be the one by himself on the side of the camera. <laughs> And the rest of us will be up there with you. Perfect. That'd be hilarious. Oh, no. So as far as the movie, like, do you like working with anybody in particular? Is that any of your favorite actors you like working with? I mean, I've met some really, really good guys. Um, A lot of really fun folks that 
you know, some of which are, are great to be buddies with on set, and some are going to be friends forever. I have a couple friends who are coming in uh, to Atlanta this week um, that I met through the adult film world. They both film as well, and you know, we're all in touch as much as possible, and we just chit chat all the time. You know, so it's it's sounds really cheesy, but porn stars are people too. <laughs> That's a new campaign. Really you are, you know, and we, we have folks that we that we click with that we're going to be friends with forever. And then other folks that, you know, we could work with, but we don't necessarily click to a friendship level. And, you know, I mean, I, I've got a lot of miscellaneous guys that I've met that I really enjoy being friends with, you know, outside of the on camera stuff as well. So. Awesome. Awesome. So is there anything as far as, okay, outside the porn, so now that the listeners got the whole porn world, okay, guys, I hope you're happy. <laughs> but back to, like, the nerd, like, okay, this summer is going to be a lot of blockbusters. Anything you're, like, really excited for that's coming, or? Um, I, I want to see Oblivion, so, that just came out. So I think we may do a little gay group here in Atlanta and go see that here in the next That's week. the Tom Cruise one, right? That's the new Tom Cruise one that just came out. Even though it has Tom Cruise in it, I still want to see it. <laughs> you know? um, and then I can't wait for uh, World War Z. So, Oh, that looks awesome. The book was amazing. When I, read, I read that book a couple years ago, and it was awesome. One of my favorite zombie books ever. And the previews look like it's definitely going to do the book justice. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, I'm very excited about the next Hunger Games movie because, again, the book series was phenomenal. Uh, really quick and easy read, really um, written at a level that you can zoom through them, which I enjoy because you can kind of keep your excitement intensity up. And I can't wait for the next movie in that series. But I would say the one that I'm the most excited about is probably the same thing everybody keeps talking about, which is the new Star Trek. Nice. Um, the reboot for me was such a reality shift because it basically took everything that we've ever known about Star Trek and threw it out the window, you know? And, and so I'm really excited to see where they're going to take it from here and how they're going to explain what's different now that Vulcan's gone when in the regular series and such, that was never even remotely close to an option. Right. So, now, were you one of those people that, like, the haters when they were coming out with the first movie? Because I knew so many people that loved Star Trek to such a degree that didn't want to see this. I thought it was time. I mean, I didn't necessarily mean think that they needed to go back and reboot from the beginning, per se, but I thought it was time to kind of upgrade, you know, because the, the Star Trek, the original series was there, and the movies were such an upgrade from the original series. Um, and then you had The Next Generation, which was like from the TV series, was a, you know, a, a, an effects and kind of acting ability and such upgrade which I liked and then some of the spin-offs were amazing some not so much um, like I loved Voyager Voyager was probably my favorite Star Trek Aww. series of all Captain Jane um, but something about Kate Mulgrew was just really freaking cool I don't know <laughs> but um, I just I loved that one and so it was time for them to do something because they they kind of done to death the next generation on the movies now so and they were starting to feel more like TV episodes than they were real movie movies. And so right. I was really excited to see them do something to infuse new life into a, a series that I've always loved. So, nice. so I'm kind of excited about this new Star Wars thing that they're talking about, too. Uh, you know, I, I thrive on change. I love new things. And so it doesn't scare me or upset me when somebody's going to kind of twist it and tweak it and make it something new. See, it's so, like, so rare that you hear things. People get so upset so quickly and before yeah. they even know an outcome of anything. 
Yeah. But what about the, uh, that new – what's the Will Smith movie called that's coming? Yeah, After Earth. What is yeah, it? the one with him and his son. Yeah. Where, yeah, that one. That's another one that I'm looking for. There's a lot of good sci-fi stuff coming out this year. I was I was really excited when I was going down the list. Um, that's another one that I definitely wanted to see. So. Yeah, they all look pretty amazing. Yeah, I also wanted to see the Oz, Great and Powerful, which was really good. Oh, that was um, amazing. You know, it, it was aesthetically, it was phenomenal, um, and I love that they paid a really good respect and almost homage to the style of the original movie both through acting style and aesthetics um you know i I think it was it was a really cool and respectful way to again take an amazing original story and tweak it and make it more um pertinent with today's society right yeah the only change they did with the wicked witch is they gave it the boob window Yes. I was like, why? <laughs> That's very true. Power like, Girl? Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> Power Girl's the Wicked yes, Witch. Power Girl is the Wicked Witch. <laughs> yes. That um, was so funny. But that yeah. was great. I really enjoyed it. All right, I'm done with questions, guys. Do you have any questions? Tim? Well, we didn't touch on any comics. Now, Charlie, do you read comics at all? Um, I have not necessarily been so much of a comic book person as I was a cartoon person on TV. Okay. You know, growing up, I was the big G.I. Joe and Transformers, nice. um, you know, back when they were the online TV, basically half-hour advertisements for the toys. Right. You know? <laughs> and I had such a crush on all of the G.I. Joe teams, I had these mad- magical fantasy orgies going on oh in my, my head. Oh, my God. You too? <laughs> so, you know, but, um, you know, but yeah, so, you know, I, I was more the cartoon person, um, with went through all the Batmans and Supermans and, you know, kind of that traditionalist, I guess, if you will, with a lot of that. Um, and then the weird thing that I used to do is I comic book wise, I never used to actually collect like the series, the action series, but you know, when they would come out with the kind of, it was almost like the portfolio book of all the characters and they'd have the one image and it would list who they were and their alter right. ego and their powers and those were the collections that I liked to have. The index. Which is kind of weird. And because then I'd go through and I'd pick out the folks that I liked the best and create my own little scenarios and make my own, make believe my own things in my head as to what was going on. So, you know, I, it was weird. <laughs> I, I liked the little, like the character anthologies more than I did the actual action comic series. Right. Wow. Although I do have to say, I did, I bought at a garage sale when I was like eight years old. It was one of the old hardback Wonder Woman anthologies. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Was it the and, Linda Carter version? It's not coming, but anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever because it was a hardback book, but it was all the comic books, like for the first, I don't know, was it the first two or three um, story scenarios that they put together. I'm not sure exactly how many were in it, but it was about an inch thick, and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever because it was like my the hardback books that I love to read, but it was all comics. Yeah. So. Well, can you recommend a graphic novel for him to try, Brian? Since uh, he likes the sci-fi more. Nowadays, like with sci-fi, actually there's a few good books. There's actually some good Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that's actually set in between... Uh, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. I think it's called what Star Wars. Just Star Wars, right? The new one is just Star Wars. Yeah. 
Wow, that's cool. Yeah, um, it could be a lot of fun. And it actually fleshes out the characters. Um, there's actually one set in the far future of the descendants of the Star Wars universe uh, called Star Wars Legacy. Uh, both cool. of those are by Dark Horse. That one's got the was it the male Jedi descendant of the Skywalker as a Caden the Skywalker, and then the female descendant of uh, the Solo line. Uh, I forgot her name. Okay. Something Solo. Interesting. And I, I will tell you, I actually just ordered um, the first of the. There's a whole series of Battlestar Galactica. Yes. And I just. I think I just got it off. I think I bought it off, the first one on eBay. I think I put, um, so I decided it. You know, I, I needed to expand that collection. So I, that's that's going to be the first foray I have into the graphic novel kind of category is through some of the the um, Battlestar Galactica stuff that's come out again. You'll have, you'll have to let us know how you think of that because I picked up one issue and I think the art turned me off more than anything. But that was um, the, that was one of the things that I noticed is it seemed really kind of basic. It, it, it didn't have a lot of depth, and it seemed a little flat. Yeah, you know? that by no means take that as an indicator of what comics are like nowadays, because they're they're kind <laughs> oh, of yeah, the no, low end of the totem yeah. pole. Um, you'd yeah, actually no, probably I pick, I pick up the graphic novels when I'm at the bookstore a lot just to look through and look at the aesthetic and the art. So. Um, you definitely want to check out Jonathan Hickman, and there's two reasons why. One, I see right, him; yeah. he's one of the greatest sci-fi comic writers right now, and cool. he's doing mainstream books, but his ideas are very big, epic. Uh, like you said, Asimov, Clark, all these guys, Herbert, cool. very much Herbert. Um, you, you'd love him for that. He's also an art, uh, a visual arts guy. So not only is he a writer, but he does a lot of design work in his books, a lot of circles very usually. Cool. So you'll you'll fall in love with his stuff with some of his early okay. um, uh, Red Mask from Mars. Red Wing. Red Wing. Red Wing's actually by a, an artist by Nick Patara, beautiful, beautiful, bearish man who is just delightful and such a... Such a nice guy. I have to always mention it. Restraining order number 73. <laughs> and I don't stalk him at conventions. That's uh-huh. that other guy. That's <laughs> Ramon Perez. Ramon Perez, exactly. No, but I mean, seriously, it, you know, being that you're a big fan of sci-fi, like myself, um, and good science fiction, and old science fiction, yeah. even stuff like Scalzi, I mean, in a great tradition, there's some really good comics right now that you might really enjoy. So. I'll- Definitely check that out. So cool, that cool. sounds like a lot of fun. So, well, I want to know what you've got coming up because I know on Facebook I've been seeing this thing about you as a Marine or you're going to a shooting range. Or That's something. a oh, yeah. cockpit. Well, it, one of the multiple, multiple things. Everybody's like, so what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, it depends on what day it is or what time it is, you know, because I have my, I have my, what I call my Charlie Harding career, which includes the adult films. It now includes, or will include in the next few weeks, the gay erotica novels. Right. Um, I also do party, uh, throw club parties and such. And we have one coming up in Atlanta this Friday. It's My production company is called Sexy Bang Bang. Um, and the, <laughs> nice. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, but the, the, the promotion company is called Sexy Bang Bang, and this party is called Shoot It. And so it, basically what we did was we took – Four kind of stereotypically butch characters, a hunter, um, a secret agent, some kind of an army man and a cowboy, and did a photo shoot with the four of us with these huge, flat cartoon guns that I drew out on cardstock and and cut out and such. And so there's the four of us with these really big, cheesy weapons. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's actually a video that we produced for as a promotional tip for the party, you can actually pull that off of um, the Facebook, you know, the Facebook event, which is the um, sexy bang bang shoot it. Um, it's on 
DJ Diablo Rojo's YouTube channel, I think, as well, um, for the Manshaft parties. He put that up on there. And it's cartoony, and it's really hilarious, and they did a lot of animation over the top of it. But that, that's a whole other thing that I do, is I do party stuff. So April 19th in Atlanta, we've got the shoot-it party at the cockpit bar. Um, and then we also, Scotty and I, are in the process of launching Rage T-shirts, which basically we're taking vintage shirts that we find that we like and cutting them up and dyeing them up and adding extra graphics and stuff. I'm actually wearing one. This is one that we bought that we liked that we did a really interesting bleach job on, you know, and, and such. And then we're we're reselling those just because it's something fun and something artsy. So a lot of folks don't know it, but Scotty is actually a painter and an illustrator as well. Oh, wow. Um, as a hobby. And so this was just another one of those random outlets for him to get to do fun, arty, artsy stuff. Um, let's see what else. And then in my what I call my, my mainstream job is I'm actually the business manager for a celebrity makeup artist and a celebrity stylist. So oh, oh my God. somewhere in there, you know. <laughs> I'm a little busy. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah. If I don't have something going on, I I go a little crazy. So (laughs) I might cheat. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, yeah. And then I also have my music that I'm starting to record. I'm heading into the recording studio again in about two weeks. I've already recorded a duet with um, a local Atlanta gay singer named Dylan Michael. And I'm going back in to do a solo single in about two weeks. Um so yeah, wow. I'm doing, I, I throw my I throw everything at the wall and I just kind of see what sticks, Amen. and then I kind of go from there. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. Are you just singing or are you did you songwrite? Yeah, or? I'm, well, I'm writing. I write. I'm doing all the lyrics, then I'm co-writing the music uh, with a friend of mine, um, DJ Bill Pardue with Mission Groove out of Chattanooga. He and I did the music together. He did most of it, and then I tweaked a few things. Um, so you know, it, it's it's just it's fun and it's another random creative outlet what kind of uh, music is it uh, this is kind of basically going to be kind of pop and dance my dog is barking at something <laughs> oh. like, what do you want Buscape? so what is it girl no you can't go kill the neighbors sorry <laughs> <laughs> so you know they'll lay quietly on the couch the entire day and then the moment you do anything you yeah. know that that could be you know annoying if they start barking that's what <laughs> Anyway, so and yeah, so lots going on. Wouldn't have it any other way, you know. That's my thing. Now, if I wanted, because that shirt looked pretty awesome. Like, could, could I be able to get it now, or you still guys are working um, on it? We, well, by the time your um, actual episode comes out, because we're we're in the process of building up inventory right now. Okay. But in the next couple of weeks, by the very first of May, they will be available um, on CharlesWorld.com. That's okay. Charles World, all one word. Dot com. Um, that's a, a online store that I own where I sell some leather gear and play sheets and T-shirts. And so we're going to build a Scotty Rage Tees, you know, the Rage T-shirt section on there and sell them through that. They're all one of a kind, so it's kind of cool. Maybe if you work something out with him and ask really nicely, you get the one he's wearing right now. Can I? Can I please? <laughs> I do sell my used socks and underwear on the website. Of course oh my you do. <laughs> of course you do. Oh my Just lord! It, you know, and that is CharlesWorld.com. <laughs> CharlesWorld.com. Yeah. What's, All right, I'll bring it up now. <laughs> I gotta know what's the most. What's the most a pair of your used underwear has gone for? Do you know? Um. 
Well, what, what's interesting about the underwear is I, I have just kind of a vague ad because I, it depends on which pair of underwear I, I've got that I want that I think is going to be appropriate. Uh-huh. Um, but some of the pairs of, you know, I sell them for $100 a piece. Wow. Um, and, you know, some of them I'll wear for three or four days or doing certain specific activities, uh-huh. um, you know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, kind of based on, I kind of customize them to fit what whoever it is that purchase them. I got gotcha. you. I want. Very cool. I, I, I got nothing for that one. <laughs> <laughs> also, we should be we should feel lucky because uh, we still have the ones that were used for the photo shoot from Bearbus. Oh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> those will stay. That's true. You've got photographic evidence that those have been worn by myself, Scotty Rage, and Dirk Caber. Yes. So, which everybody at the Parliament House in the pool that day. That was probably the most fun thing because it was a pool full of bears, obviously, during Bear Bust at Parliament House. And at, it was, what, like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. The entire pool dead stopped when Charlie put on the underwear and is underneath the shower as I'm, as I'm photographing yeah, him. Th- th- those underwear were not, not the most opaque. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no. You know, when, they got, when they got wet, they were, they were relatively see-through. Just a little. We wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. (laughs) What would the point be? We pride ourselves on nothing but the finest for our (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, I guess the uh, let's get a a brief synopsis of how people can either get in touch with you, follow you, um, see new things that you're coming up with. You want to run down your your amazing list of. Ways to sure. follow Charlie Harding? Typically, the best thing to do to track the movements of Charlie Harding, not in a stalkerish kind of way, but, um, you know, is, through, um, <laughs> is really through Twitter. Because um, I, I, I announce every event that we've got coming up. If we've got something new going, like the T-shirt line, that's where we'll put up, you know, new designs that we're doing, that kind of thing. Because that's the one that's the easiest way to reach the largest amount of people who might be interested. Right. Um, Because they don't have limits on the number of followers you can have, like Facebook and that kind of thing. Um, And so my Twitter is at C-H-A-R-D-I-N-G-X-X-X. That's at C-Harding, triple X. Um, So that's that's the best way and the easiest way to, to get in touch with me. Um... So you can also, if you're interested in chatting with Scotty, more to his is at Scotty Rage Triple X. That's S C O T T Y R A G E X X X. And so between the two of those, you can kind of know what I've got going on, what he's got going on, and, and you know where we're going to be, what we've got, what we've got on the horizon, and such. And then, like I said, the t-shirts are going to be on CharlesWorld.com um, here in the next couple weeks. Um, and then you know everything else will just slowly disseminate, you know, from those those standpoints. So. And one more time, what was the the gay erotica website? Oh yeah, um, the the new um, book line is coming out under it's Wild City Press, and their website is Wild City. Now that's W I I excuse me W I L D E C I T Y dot com. And what you can do is right now um, it's the fifteenth of April, but you can log in and sign up for email updates because they go live in forty eight hours. So cool. they, they, it's a brand new company that's launching with some industry veterans. Um, I, I'm super, super excited to be working with Jeff Knight and, and Ethan Day and a bunch of them. So it's going to be a, an absolute roller coaster blast. So is it going to be uh, like for tablet or just hard copies of the books? 
Um, we're doing we're doing ebooks to start, and then depending on the popularity of certain titles and and that kind of thing. Because a lot of what we're going to do too, um, especially in the gay erotica um, medium, just kind of like when you watch adult films, say you don't necessarily sit down and watch an hour and a half long movie. No. You know, no, no. <laughs> no. You don't? Most folks don't, oh. don't need I watched to do 15 minutes of him half. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You so, that you know, so, so a lot of what we're going to do uh, so that you can get a taste of a lot of different writers is we're going to have a lot of short stories and novellas, uh, which are perfect for quick you know, electronic download to your tablets and your computer and your e-readers and all that kind of thing. Um, you can do And you'll be able to download all of those directly from their website um, or you, you'll, they'll be on all the regular outlets that you'll see as well. But, you know, the easiest way and the quickest way to get the newest stuff is going to be through the wildcity.com website. Can I just can I just say every time I hear novella, I just imagine overly made up Spanish women <laughs> screaming and crying <laughs> while while reciting gay erotica. Ay Dios mío! I think we have a new segment we're gonna do. So so I think that's what we're gonna do. Some really hot stories that are going to be there. I think uh, if it, we'll we'll, read, we'll we'll figure this out, but I think reading some of these to give the reader or listeners a, a a hint or a preview at some point when they when they launch, you know, I think that might be kind of fun. Ooh, I could read yeah. it from the bathtub, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we could get Charlie that, to read it from the bathtub. Be very interesting. I'll, I'll I'll light some candles, get out a glass of wine. You know, I like and, this. And, I'm in. We, in the tub that is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like it. Can we get a six person like jacuzzi and do this? There we go. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to go come up to it. Well, we, we can definitely work that out. So oh. are you coming to Orlando anytime soon again or Um well, I was actually just down there a couple weeks ago oh, wow. for my other stuff, doing some some um you know, with the uh, career management and such, doing some negotiations on a, a, a big business deal. Um but I'm hoping that Scotty and I are going to make a, some sort of a little Florida run in June or July because we really like it when it's hot. <laughs> uh, I can tell by the videos. We're actually talking about doing our honeymoon trip um, to get married in Atlanta in October. And then we may do a, a little Florida swoop through like Orlando to do theme park and then Fort Lauderdale to do beach and then back through Orlando or something like that. Oh, that's, that's, that's kind of how we roll. So that's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. When is, uh, when are you getting married? When's the wedding date? Um, at some point in October, we're trying to work it out because Atlanta pride is one weekend. And then there's a big, um, gay fiction and an adult, um, erotica and romance novel convention in Atlanta in October wow. um, that I'm actually hosting the, the opening party for and, and going to be at because of everything I'm doing with with the new publisher. And so we're between those two events, we're trying to figure out how to sandwich the wedding in there too. <laughs> you know you're a big deal in the gay community when you have to plan your wedding around Pride events and like book, you know, gay book right? parties. Know, it kind of gets kind of weird, but you know, it's, it's, it's the life we lead. So, Oh, wow. Exactly. We good? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any any last things that you want to uh, put out there, Charlie? No, I mean, I I absolutely love talking to you guys, and you know, I love it when I can take uh, something that's kind of from a different facet of who I am than what most folks see, because um, most folks know me as the the Charlie Harding porn guy, and then I get to tweak that that image a little bit by throwing out some of this other stuff that I'm into and some of the other stuff that I do. So, 
you know, I, I, I really enjoy that kind of opportunity. I want to thank you guys for letting me do that. Absolutely. So, oh, anytime. This is great. Yeah, anytime you want to be on the show, I'm sure Eric would be more than happy to do uh, another interview. I think <laughs> Eric and I, I think, I think what we ought to do is we ought to do a book club. <laughs> I like this already. Eric, Eric like the book club. Similar to like a circle jerk. Yes, yes. He's with me now. In fact, I think that's what we'll call it. <laughs> Thank you. And Eric will have to read a uh, novella. Novella. <laughs> and then we'll discuss it. Hi, Pop. Oprah style. Five hundred words. You'll be fine. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thank you so much, Charlie. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Flame off. Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, and a generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital D-string on our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And be sure to check back to flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.